0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Koshcast on underthekoshblog.com and at under underscore the Kosh on Twitter. My name is Alex. Bernie is here. Hello. Hello, Alex. Rushe is here. Hello. Hello. Mohamed is here.
1: Hey, Alex. With
0: a new headset.
1: I'm so excited.
0: (laughs) And for a number of reasons. And joining us today, very special guest, Luca Capone uh italian football uh i say maestro he says mule um radio dj and i'll let him talk about that in a minute uh and kosh cast or, or under the kosh trivia regular um and i'm not have you ever won it luca
2: no i've come close a uh, couple third place and fourth place finishes uh okay. and i'm just relishing uh you the chance to talk with you guys because a lot of those trivia nights would end up with me screaming into the mirror of the, whichever pub we were at <laughs> and just, you know, following up the disappointment of losing just with, you know, seven or eight pints and finding my way some, some way home at the end of it. I will
0: say a year and a bit into the pandemic, even that sounds absolutely wonderful, but I do. <laughs> I, I understand. Anyway, thank you for joining us. Um, so Luca has very kindly put together, um, uh, a, a quiz for us, a football quiz. Uh, he's getting some payback for all the times that he's had to undergo our trivia nights. So, Luca, thank you. Um, first, let's, uh, why don't we tell the people um, where you DJ, what your, your radio programs are, etc. Where can people find you?
2: Absolutely. Uh, I'll do a little shameless plugging. You can hear my program, The Night Shift, on CJU 1280 AM in Toronto, Fridays, 4 to 5 p.m., uh cj bu 107.3 fm in cape Breton, nova scotia also on fridays 8 to 9 p.m saturdays 11 p.m to midnight on um fm 101.5 in winnipeg winnipeg manitoba and sundays 10 p.m to 11 p.m on chma 106.9 fm the voice of the marshes in sackville new brunswick and for any folks out there who just love underground alternative experimental takes on a plethora of different genres uh Music that's being created by exciting, uh, imaginative Canadians specifically, but across the world as well, uh, and just generally who really dig the community radio vibe, you will find a, a really solid space on my program, I hope, as well as a plus, uh, just a good chunk of good interviews with a lot of exciting musicians as well.
0: Wonderful stuff. Thank you. See, I, I had the list in front of me and I was going to read it out, but then I thought Luca's going to sound a lot better doing it, and I was right.
2: Thank you. I think you're lying.
0: You have no list. <laughs> well, I've got your Twitter bio. so
2: Okay, that works. I'm just curious
3: <laughs> if, if the name of the show, The Night Shift, has anything to do in any shape or form with the Commodore song on
2: it has, The Night Shift. Okay, this is uh, the answer is yes and no because you know, a decade ago when I, someone said, hey Luca, you know, I'm stupid enough to give you time on the community radio to do a show. I said yes and instantly the name I wanted to do was The Night Shift. But it wasn't inspired by the Commodores and Lionel Richie. It was inspired by um, oh my god! But the the track "Working on the Night Moves." So I do know this. It's okay. the track "Working the Night Moves" by. Can someone help me with that? Oh my goodness! Google Silver Bullet, Bullet Band.
3: Mohan is furiously Googling it. <laughs> He's like, this is how the quiz is going to work today. Bob Seeger, Bob
2: Seeger. There Bob you go. Seger. Bob Seeger, Night Moves. So he had a song, working on my night moves, part of my singing. But when I was younger, I thought he was saying working on the night shift. So I named my show after my incorrect uh, understanding of lyrics. So well, it wasn't I've... the great Commodores. It was actually Bob Seeger.
0: What I love about that is that moves and shifts don't sound remotely similar
2: not at all, but in my head, it's just like, <laughs> yes, that's what I want the song to be. And maybe There's I longed that. for a Bob Seeger Commodores collaboration that uh, would never be.
0: That would be quite something, to be yeah, fair. would be. All right. Well, you've put a quiz together. Uh, let's, get, let's get to it. Um, can you just uh, run people through what they can expect? What's the format here? What are we doing?
2: Right. So we're going, uh, we're going to be starting old school football, going back into the uh, confederational Tournaments of years gone by. Thinking about our, our our legendary heroes that whose names might not come up all the time. Maybe they don't come up at all on the under the kosh pod. Um and then we're gonna get into some more modern stuff. Um, but yeah, we'll we'll get into a little Finnish football, a little uh Ghanaian football, a lot of the just the good, good oh, juicy stats. I'm <laughs> writing <laughs> Yari, I'm writing Yari Lippmann and down right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, he always looked like he was like the lead singer of a goth rock band. Love me some Yari Littman, and who was made of glass at the end of his career. Um, but yeah, and then we're also because just in the context of my show, I love doing deep dive interviews with the musicians that I interview. And so I'm also going to incorporate a little bit of that element with our beautiful Under the kosh host as well. All right.
3: L- listeners should know that we're doing this solely because we don't care about Cayman Islands and international football. So we move. You should.
2: (laughs) Cayman (laughs) Islands is a demonic side and I hate them. It's really Canada-Cayman Islands rivalry is like for me, a step below Real Barca. It's just so
0: (laughs) El Taxico. Exactly. (laughs) All right, let's go. All right, Luca, take it away. Round one.
2: All right, fellas. So we're going to throw it back. We're going to take a little trip into the world of One of the great 90s films, *Train Spotting*, And I'm going to ask a question. In in Scotland's 3-2 to victory. Actually, you know what? Excuse me. Let me preface all of this because I I wanted to play a little bit of intro music to start it off. So tell me if you remember this video game. Yeah, baby. Oh.
0: Okay. Wait. Is this an actual question? No, it's not. not?
2: (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) It's Nintendo World Cup. I just wanted to play it, and I just <laughs> thought I'd take license and then play that track. Anyways. Is it,
1: is it, yeah, that's the one where the players run around and never get a yellow card because you keep running around on from the referee, isn't it?
2: No, it's the one where each, each team has like a special kick. If you press like B and A at the same time, oh, they jump yeah. up and do like a super kick.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, this um, is the
2: type
3: of quiz it's gonna be. We might as well go home now. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> We're already at home. This is true. <laughs> you have no
2: escape. Okay, so in Scotland's 3-2 win over the Netherlands at the 1978 World Cup, outside of Archie uh, Gimmels-Brace, who scored Scotland's other goal? Was it Joe Jordan, Graham Souness, Kenny Dalglish, or John Robertson? So take that in, write it down, we'll review it at the end of the round. Second question. And again, feel free to interrupt in case I need to repeat a question.
3: I hope you're watching
2: the cameras
1: to see who's Googling stuff.
2: Yeah, please do not Google. <laughs> do not use
1: Ask Jeeves. Can you uh, can you tell us the options very quickly one last time?
2: Joe Jordan, Graeme Souness, Kenny Dougleash, or John Robertson? So outside of Archie's legendary brace with one of the more underrated World Cup goals of all time, who scored? that other Scotland goal. Second question. Who won the scoring title in the Championato Brasileiro in 1985? Was it Careca, (laughs) Edmar, Tulio, which is also my father's name, or Serginho Chulapa? This it guy. is a kind of
3: quiz. Okay. It is happening right be
2: like, now. I'm going with Luca's dad on this one.
0: <laughs> Not saying nothing. <laughs>
3: listen, listen to
2: the pronunciation of words. That's all I'm going to say. Are you? Do, do we need a repeat on the question or the options?
0: I don't think it's going to matter, to be honest.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. Third question Who won the 1965 African Cup of Nations? Was it? Senegal, Tunisia, Ivory Coast, or Ghana?
1: All right, I know this one. All
2: right, am I good to move on? Yep. All right. Which two teams played in the 1987 European Cup Winners Cup Final? Was it Real Zaragoza, Ajax, Bordeaux, or locomotive leipzig
3: so so we have to pick two
2: out of that list or the two are you... teams that played in the final those are the semi-finalists can you give me the options one more time absolutely real zaragoza ajax bordeaux or locomotive leipzig
0: all lovely places to go apart from leipzig
2: I guess. But yeah, probably, definitely. I think they were still in East Germany at the time. It was, it was an East German club. Um, now, this is the wild card question of the round. During their existence in the DPASL, who was the all time leading scorer for Under the Kosh FC? Was it Mo, Zishan, Rahim, or, pardon my pronunciation, Jonte?
0: That is a stunning question. It is, because
3: it could also be a trick question.
2: <laughs> All right. Are there any questions that uh, I can repeat? Shall I run through them once more?
1: I'm, okay. just, I'm, about just, happy, I'm just happy I made the top four of the top scores potential <laughs> list. <laughs> you did quite well, my friend. What was yeah. the DP ASL? Was that Downsview something?
2: I was down to, uh, like the, Park. I think, like the Hangar, right? Yeah,
4: down to yeah. Park League, yeah. But which year was that Hangar League?
2: So it was a, the team was there based on my transfer market on, on that website. It was there for three years.
1: It oh, was so there it's, for across, years. it's across the three seasons. Okay.
3: Oh, across the three. I changed my
1: answer. I'm changing my answer now, yeah. So the
2: all time leading scorer for Under the Kosh FC during their time at the Hangar. Mo, Zeeshan, Raheem, or Jonte,
4: And this is the 11 side men's league? Yep. Yeah, man. Oh, I see. I think I, I was on that team. Bernie, you were on that team
0: as well. I, I believe don't. neither of you made the list. Unreal. Yeah. <laughs> Our I, had stats,
2: as, <laughs> I assumed you guys played either in net or as <laughs> backup defender.
1: Mainly substitutes. I was uh, a defender for sure. All right, Luca, let's, uh, let's go.
2: All right, fellas. And Scotland's 3-2 victory over the Dutch at the 1978 World Cup. Outside of Archie Gemmels' brace, who scored Scotland's other goal? Kenny Dalgleish. Jordan, Graham Sunis, Kenny Dalgleish, John Robertson. The answer is... George, Jordan.
1: Kenny Dalglish.
2: King Kenny. Kenny Dalgleish. Damn it! So yeah. who who had Kenny uh,
1: Dalgleish? Uh, Mo had Kenny Dalgleish.
0: I had... Souness and Dougleash written down, and I crossed out da- Doug Yeah, I
3: had George Jordan just because I, f- I felt there was one thing he was famous for, but now I
2: remember it was for punching
3: someone. So, yeah. yeah it's for <laughs> fighting Gatusa. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> he did score in that World Cup, but not in that game. Uh, so, no, only, right. only Mo with uh, Doug Yep. Okay. Scoring title uh, in Brazil in 1985, Careca, Edmar, Tulio serginio chulapa the answer was
3: edmar oh oh, i went with kareka i went with serginio because
2: (laughs) you emphasized the name (laughs) it's a it's a nice name to pronounce it is
3: wonderful
1: Uh, i went kareka because my my grandfather kind of loved him for no reason (laughs)
2: <laughs> was, he, was he a Napoli fan or, or I guess uh, No he, for I, I,
1: I, he wasn't a Napoli fan But he just Carica come, came up a lot In conversation with my granddad I have no idea why I was quite young So
2: so no one got to Edmar Nope, okay. nope. 1965 African Cup of Nations Senegal, Tunisia, Ivory Coast And Ghana The winner was
4: Ghana, Ghana. Ghana. Yes Over, Over three up. What a start
0: too,
4: you got I, time. got
1: I got that one. Two teams
2: yeah. who played in the 1987 European Cup Winners Cup final: Zaragoza, Ajax, Bordeaux, Lokomotive Leipzig, Ajax, and Lokomotive Leipzig. Oh, in that so I had, I had Ajax and Zaragoza.
0: Same had Zaragoza and Bordeaux. Had, <laughs> Bordeaux. Yeah.
2: Did anyone <laughs> get any of the teams? I got Ajax. Is there a half point here? Yeah, let's just do like a one out of two or something. Right. Oh, unbelievable!
0: I haven't even got that. I'm not off the mark. I got a half point. I got Same.
2: And the last one, uh, during their existence, top score for under the Kosh FC Mo Zishan Rahim Ajante. The answer was Mo Zishan. What?
0: Oh come on, Mahanid.
2: The whole thing. Yeah, got that right. correct. But a couple I, goals.
0: I had
3: Zishan first, and then when he said all the time, I was like, no, no, I remember it was. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I, I was playing. I was pre- playing creative number ten, mate. I was giving the ball to Z. It Z <laughs> seemed like
2: exactly. It seemed like the the, the stats were reverting into more of an attacking midfield yeah. role in the latter yeah. seasons.
0: As so, his knee gave out. <laughs> that, to be fair, that is solid analysis by Luca. Yeah.
2: All right, fellas. Okay, so at the end of round one, we have uh, Mo with two points, uh, Riche with one. Or, is, I, I apologize. It's uh, Riche. Yeah, you got it. Yeah, oh, thank God. Uh, with uh, one point, and Mo with let's say a point and a half.
1: No, I got two and a half.
2: Oh, that's right. My bad. Yeah, I, I've
3: got one and a half. Roche has like
1: one. On. I have none. Right. So just to recap, Mo with two and a half. <laughs> <laughs> Alex, Alex with none. Roche <laughs> with one, and Bernie with one and a half. Very right, fellas.
0: I've had a very English penalty shootout there. Seriously. all right luca round
2: two do it um starting off we travel to asia who won the 1994 asian club championship which which was the precursor to the asian champions league was it thai farmers bank fc verdi kawasaki oman club or lianing fc that's who won the 94 asian club championship thai farmers bank fc Verdi Kawasaki, Oman Club, or Lianing FC?
0: So I don't know the answer, but I'm absolutely going to later on look up Thai Farmers Bank FC. (laughs) (laughs)
2: It's an extremely dope name. (laughs) Oh, man. Second question. Let's go. Which French side did HJK Helsinki beat to qualify for the 1999 Champions League group stage? Was it Auxerre, FC Metz, Nantes, or Rennes? That's which French side did HJK Helsinki beat to qualify for the 99 Champions League group stage? Was it Auxerre, FC Metz, Nantes, or Ren, go with your gut boys third question uh, this is a very under the cosh style trivia question name all the cu- clubs that Walter Samuel played for
1: oh I like this one name all
2: the clubs that Walter Samuel played for the next one like
0: Jeopardy music or something
2: Oh, I can just play the video game music again. That that won't be annoying at all. I'll be <laughs> <this. laughs> Watch yourself, well. God damn it. <laughs> yeah, no, that, we won't play that. It's extremely annoying. Um, okay, third question. This is a good one. Because it is an interesting tournament that never came to be. As a follow-up to the 2000 FIFA Club World Championship, the 2001 FIFA Club World Championship was to be held in Spain was instead canceled due to accommodation of factors, most importantly, the collapse of FIFA's marketing partner, international sport, and leisure. This tournament, much like the shit show that the 2000 FIFA Club World Championship was, uh, was supposed to include 12 teams, including four European teams. From the following list, which team was never supposed to take part? excuse me, sorry, three teams were supposed to take part of the following four, which one team was not supposed to take part. Mm-hmm. Bayern Munich, Deportivo La Coruña, Galatasaray, or Real Madrid. So the four European teams mentioned, which one team was never supposed to be part of that tournament? Feels like such a trick question. Bayern Munich, what was the, the question was, so 2001 FIFA Club World Championship tournament was supposed to be held, but it was canceled. The Tournament was supposed to have 12 teams, including, and pardon my mistake before, including three European teams of this list of four European teams, which one club was never included. So Bayern Munich, Deportivo, Galatasaray, or Real Madrid. And for the last question, the second wild card question, and I apologize, you're going to hate me because some of these, it'll be instantly one person will know it for sure. And then some of them, like the last one, not everyone knew it. This one, eh, it's an interesting question, but maybe everyone does know. Who played the fiddle on the 2012 album Gone Years by Sunsplitter? Was it Mike Langford? Carrie <laughs> Kaufman? Matt Watton or Dylan Todd Hunter? Who are these people?
0: (laughs) My (laughs) bandmates.
4: I
3: I never knew their
4: names. (laughs) Alex, that was your actual band? Yeah. Oh, can we sorry, can we do the answers one more time?
2: Absolutely. Who played the fiddle on the 2012 album Gone Years by Sunsplitter? Mike Lankford. Kerry Kaufman, Matt Watton, or Dylan Todd Hunter.
0: That's an outstanding question.
2: I'm going to give you my reasoning after. <laughs> <I>
0: Looking forward <laughs> to
2: that. <laughs> All right, let's do this. So, 94 Asian Club Championship. The winner was with the coolest name ever: Thai Farmers Bank FC. God it actually God. won two champion or i guess you know champions league for all matters speaking they won two back to back
1: really that's interesting but nice. they won that year
2: and they be, they beat oman club in the final so who who, who got to, to practice, practice at oman club
1: oman? <laughs> yeah like me and bernie both lived in oman and we used to play at the oman club field that's crazy
2: that is crazy yeah. wow
3: i i was i thought it was verdi kawasaki because in my mind i didn't remember where kazuyoshi mira played but i felt he had That's to, where he, he did play there he, I, I was like okay if he played there he must have won something because the only person i know but he
2: might have <laughs> i think he might have been playing in italy at the time because i know he had a cup of coffee with in like some something. Uh, I, I, for sure some or maybe genoa one of the genoese uh Genovese clubs but um, he might have been there at the time. Having said that, yeah, he's an absolute legend with, uh, with that squad who are now Tokyo Verity. He's still playing too. Is he really? I'm not shocked. Yeah. Holy cow. He's like 50 and he's still
3: playing. Ah,
0: yeah. uh, it's that guy, right? right, right.
2: Yeah,
3: the,
4: yeah, yeah, yeah. Good for him. Uh, so, anyway, I got it wrong.
2: <laughs> so who Yeah, who got that right?
4: Not me. Nobody. I said Kawasaki.
2: Okay. Nobody got it right. Second question. French club that lost to H.J. Helsinki. Finnish squad qualifies. Which club was it? Uh, Auxerre, Metz, or Rennes? It was FC Metz. Yeah.
0: Nope. Nope. I, my, I first, said my
2: first that. point. Oh, is that uh, Alex? Alex, okay.
0: Well done, Alex. Thank you. It was 1999. Robert Perez was around, so I figured they must be doing something good.
2: Name all the clubs that Walter Samuel played for. Newell's Old Boys, oh. Boca oh. Juniors, Roma, Real Madrid, Inter, and
1: Basel. I got three. I, I got, got Inter, three. Roma, Madrid, and then I wrote Brazil. I just don't know which team <laughs> in Brazil, <laughs> but I got three. Yeah, I,
3: I got three, the Inter, Roma, Madrid, and then I put River, because I was like, Argentinian, River or Boca, which
2: one I'm picking? <laughs> So, Bernie and Mo, three out of six?
1: Yep.
0: I got three as well. Roma, Inter, Boca. Inter, Boca, Roma.
2: All right. So, everyone got three to of six. Everyone got three points. Mm, nice. All right. Of the four teams, only the three teams that were supposed to play in that 2001 FIFA Club World Championship, the one team that wasn't supposed to play out of Bayern, Deportivo, Galatasaray, and Real Madrid was Bayern. Damn.
0: Damn. Go the I assumed that uh, it had to be
1: one of the Spanish teams. Yeah, it went well, Deportivo.
2: The way they did it was so, because it was being held in Spain. Deportivo won the league that year. Real Madrid won the Champions League. And Galatasaray just won the uh, UEFA Cup. They beat Arthmore, right? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so who got Bayern? Nobody. Nobody got Bayern. Last one. Who played the fiddle on the 2012 album Gone Years by Sunsplitter? Mike Langford, Kerry Kaufman, Matt Wadden, and just again, another great last name, Dylan Todd Hunter.
1: The it's answer is Kerry
2: Kaufman. Yes, I got it. I don't there know why, go. but I got it. Wow, I got well it. on that Kerry Kaufman <laughs> is the most fiddler type of name. <laughs> yeah. Heavy violin vibes. Oh, yeah. Nice. Did everyone get that?
4: Yep. Roche didn't get it, though. No, I said Dylan Todd Hunter. Yeah, he was the that, singer.
2: in a way that's a good answer too, because it's just a great last name.
4: It's an excellent name. Double barrel name
3: singer. I think I think I think those go ahead and end. Oh,
0: well, it's not even double barrel. What? That is one barrel. Oh, a, wow. A big barrel. One big barrel. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. All right. I don't know where we're going right now, fellas, but you know what? I'm just proud to be on this ship. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, this is fun, man. Right. Thank you.
4: Uh sorry, Rosh, go on. I just said I'm having a good time despite the fact that I'm getting most of these
1: wrong. Absolutely. (laughs) How many points did you get Rache this round? Let's give uh, Lucas some points here.
2: So we're right now. Rache is at four points. Alex is at five points. Mo is at six and a half. And Bernie is at five and a half. Correct. Correct. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this third round. Who is the top scorer in the 2002 UEFA Cup? Jan Kohler, Mario Jardel, Pierre Van Hoedoink, or Marcio Amoroso? All wonderful names. Oh, man. All like underrated great strikers.
1: I loved Collar growing up. I just loved him.
2: He was a monster. That Borussia Dortmund team, like in the early two thousands, was great.
1: But was but like a monster with a ball. touch, you know, a monster. Oh, with Oh yeah, a touch. super touch elegant. For a big man.
2: Even Pierre Van Hooijdonk was yeah, like crazy good.
3: Leafful free kicks. Jordel had like was like one of the best headers of the ball.
2: Never. He he pumped in like forty goals a year in Portugal, and he was great in Galatasaray. Then we went to Bolton, and then he died. Yeah. <laughs> I hope he's actually not dead. That'd that'd be awful. I was just thinking that. (laughs) Yeah, I really hope he's (laughs) still alive. Um, Okay. Um, Who was voted man of the match for the second leg of the 2006 Copa Libertadores final between Sao Paulo and Internacional? Was it Rafael Sobis, Fernandao, Tinga, or Jorge Wagner? So, man of the match for the second leg. Copa Libertadores final, Sao Paulo Internacional. Rafael Sóvez, Fernando, Tinga, or Jorge Wagner? To the third question, uh, and this is a funny one, just to shout out my friend who is a Leeds fan and a total troll. Uh, and what was their final premiership game before finally returning 17 years later? Leeds lost their... Final game of the 2004 season, 2003 2004 season to Chelsea 1 0. Who scored in that game? Edgar Johnson, Jesper Gronkire, Damian Duff, or Adrian Mutu? Final league game for Leeds uh, for 17 years before they returned to the Premiership lost one nil to Chelsea. Who scored that goal? If I, if
1: I get this right, I'm going to I'm gonna absolutely cry because I had a name in my mind before you said the names and if it's <laughs> right, that's it. I'm retiring on a high.
0: If it was the same goal that took Chelsea into the top four, then I know who it was, but I'm not sure that that's the
2: case. Which oh. player captain Cameroon in the 2008 African Cup of Nations final? Was it Carlos Kameni, Rigo Bersong, Jeremy, or Samuel Eto'o?
1: I know this one. Zidane oh. rinsed him. Boom.
2: The second greatest Zidane. Yes. The Mainz legend. So, Carlos Kameni, Rigobert Song, Jeremy, or Samuel Eto'o who captained Cameroon in that 2008 Cup of Nations final where they lost to Egypt? Okay, and now for the wild card question. We are still in the world of sports, but just a different one. Who won the 2005 20th Annual J.P. Yamasaki Memorial Junior Tournament Boys 16 Singles Tennis, tennis Tournament? Excuse me. Ryan Thatcher, Oscar Matthews, Daniel Moss, or Grigor Dimitrov?
4: Yeah, I know
2: this one. J.P. Yamasaki? J.P. Yamasaki. Why do people, people act like they know this or- thing?
4: I feel like I might have actually played in that tournament. In the you first did round. play in it. No That's shit. That's why he asked
0: it.
2: How did you know this? It's in the world of tennis. Okay.
0: All right. Uh, Luca, can we just get the names one more time, please?
2: Absolutely. Ryan Thatcher, Oscar Matthews, Daniel Moss, or Grigor Dimitrov.
4: Wow. I, I sprang up out of my seat there.
2: 2005 20th annual. JP Yamasaki Memorial Junior Tournament for the boys' 16 singles.
0: Look, we all know that Eastern Europeans have taken over tennis, so you can you know where I've gone.
2: Let's go through the answers. Top scorer in the 2002 UEFA Cup was Pierre Van Houdoink. <laughs> ah, shit. I went, I, went
3: for, I went for Jardel. Me
4: too.
2: Man of the match for the second leg of the 2006... Oh, so nobody got that one? No. Nope. Man of the match for the second leg of the 2006 Copa Libertadores final was four, playing for Internacional Rafael Sobes. Get in! Yes.
0: I recognize the name, so I wrote it down. Exactly.
2: <laughs> a Milan flop.
0: FM Wonderboy.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably. For uh, I think he was playing with Real Betis for a little bit. Yeah, that's right. Uh, wait, did he play for Milan? He definitely played. I think he had like a tiny bit of time. but definitely played with Real Betis and did nothing.
0: Who hasn't um, played for Milan?
2: Yeah, that's true. Um, and yes, and uh, Mon Rochet. Did you guys get that one?
1: Nope. No. Nope. Okay.
2: Okay. So I think you guys were on the right path with this uh, third question. Who scored that final goal to send Leeds into uh, relegation? Even though they had been long relegated by that point, but who scored in that last Premiership game for Leeds for seventeen years? Against them for Chelsea, uh, Edriga Johnson, Jesper Gronkier, Damien Duff, Adrian Mutu. It was the same player to send Chelsea in the Champions League, Jesper Gronkier.
0: Yeah, it's in. tricky winger, that one. I got it wrong. I said Damien Duff, so
4: I
3: said <laughs> My logic was like, I forgot that Gronkier... I, in my head, I heard Gronkier, but my brain went Blumquist. So I was like, "He didn't, <laughs> he didn't play
0: for." I like,
2: didn't play for Chelsea." Screw that. Bernie's
0: <laughs> racism got the better of him.
2: My goodness. Oh my god! I apologize to Chelsea fans for that. <laughs> yeah, it's, you don't have to I think you just have to apologize to Swedish people. Yeah, this is true. <laughs> but I think I think it'll be fine. Um, which yeah, pair we- captain Cameroon in the 2008 African Cup of Nations final?
1: Regal Bear, Song. Yes, Yes. baby.
4: I said Eto because I didn't watch the game. No. O was watching because Egypt was there.
1: Of course, I remember the goal. I remember the play minute by minute. My my logic was like, if Song was there, it was him. I just wasn't sure if he was there. Yeah, he was the
2: captain for like the longest time, but I I figured maybe Jeremy was a little little curveball.
0: So
3: Rache has called himself Rigoberto forever. So I thought he would have just gone straight to Rigoberto's song by association.
2: So I'm deeply upset with
4: Rache. That's true. Upset? Okay.
2: So so only Alex and Mo got that one. I got it. Oh, you got it as well. Okay, beautiful. Uh, And finally, the winner of the 2005 20th Annual JP Yamasaki Memorial Junior Tournament Boy 16 Singles was Ryan Thatcher.
4: I got that one. (laughs)
2: I'd hope so. (laughs) Rishay, do you remember where you finished in that tournament?
4: I believe I lost in the first round.
2: This is true. (laughs) (laughs) But it was was a pretty stacked
4: card. Um, My sister dropped me off. It was an early 7 a.m. match. And the, the other guy was clearly better than me. But the tournament referee was constantly calling foot fault on me. And... I mean, people were just like looking. There was like a crowd next to her, just like looking at my foot, and she kept calling foot fault on me, and I was like so thrown off my game because I'm pretty sure she was just BSing. So I, I feel hard done by that,
1: Luca. This is uh, bringing up some stuff. Seriously, <laughs> as
2: uh, as obviously a fan of Italian football, I'm totally down with conspiracies. So <laughs> I am on your side.
1: No, I, I, Calciopoli in a tennis tournament. Yeah.
4: Yeah. That really vindicates really my uh, feelings from that day.
0: That's only four years after uh, South Korea,
2: 2002, you know? Oh, yeah. Uh, I don't want to talk about it. Um, (laughs) And just to confirm, uh, Mario Jardel is still alive, but apparently he did have a really bad drug addiction. So that's just something to point out. Interesting. I would do it. Um, Going into round four already. Who scored the winning goal in the final of the 2015 Asian Cup? Massimo Luongo, Tim Cahill, James Traossi, or Robbie Cruz winning goal in the 2015 Asian cup. They beat South Korea, Massimo Luongo, Tim Cahill, James Traossi, or Robbie Cruz. And another dive into random tournaments, which team won the 2013 UEFA regions cup. And this is a tournament for amateur teams from across Europe, representing their region. Province or what have you? So the 2013 UEFA U-U Regions Cup was at Catalonia, Jersey, Veneto, or Southeast Bulgaria. I specific. Who had the most assists in the 2016-2017 Serie A season? Was it Jose Calahon, Mo sala Borja Valero? or f- everyone's favorite hammer, Felipe Anderson. Most assists, Serie A, 2016-2017 season. Jose Calajon, Mo Sala, Borja, Valero, or Felipe Anderson. And to t- continue, transition to another assist-centric question. And the only way that North American soccer can do and just be obsessed with stats like that, which player holds the record? For the most assists in a single MLS season, was it Guillermo Barros Schelotto, Marco Echeverry, Javier Morales, or Carlos Valderrama? Most assists in a single MLS season: Schelotto, Echeveri, Morales, or Valderrama. And finally, this is a definitely a throwback into the world of poetry. Which short story won the 1980 Nigerian National Short Story Competition? Was it Ahead, Their Son, Her Brother, Africa Marches On, or Together Forever?
4: Bernie is probably getting this one. Big up, Mr. Ruche. Can you say that question one more time?
2: Which short story won the 1980 Nigerian National Short Story Competition? "Ahead." Their son, her brother. Africa marches on or together forever. So we can go through. Let's go through the answers. Uh, Winning goal in the final of the 2015 Asian Cup. James Triosi.
0: Damn it. Damn. I went with the obvious Cahill.
1: I went Robbie Cruz.
2: Anyone get Troyosi?
0: No, Anyone. I Hill. There are zero shrimps on this, Barbie.
2: Which team won the 2013 UEFA Regions Cup? It was Veneto.
1: Yes. Complete complete <laughs> guess, but I will claim that one. <laughs> what was Pep doing? <laughs> Southeast
4: Bulgaria for me.
2: You got Southeast Bulgaria. I think they're in like the semifinals. I thought they were on risk.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got Veneto. There we go. I know they're on the Black Sea. Yeah.
2: So, did anyone get? So, only Mo got Veneto. Yep, I think so. All right. Um, all right. Most assists in 2017 Serie A season: Calejon Sala. Valero, or Felipe Anderson? The answer is Jose Calajon.
1: Oh, really? Got it. I thought it was Borja. Same. So, Richer got a point there. Finally, I got a point.
0: I think, wasn't that the year that the Napoli front three were just going absolutely mental? Yeah,
2: that was a Saudi year, and they were just just going nuts. Yeah. Um, Most assists in a single MLS season was... Carlos Valderrama.
1: Yes, I got that one.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: Frodo? One, one for Mo. I thought Where it was, was the he other
2: playing? guy.
3: Um, he wasn't Metro Stars, was he?
0: No, I mean, like, I thought he was, like, a deep line midfielder or a sweeper or something.
2: Ooh, Valderrama? Yeah. The, like almost in like a creative middle midfield role. He did he like slowest player ever, but just extremely elegant and just could put the ball on a dime. And then playing in early MLS, you know, you guys like me running around. So you're probably <laughs> going to get a lot of assists at play. And the legendary short story winning 1980 national short story competition together forever. Classic, beautiful stuff.
3: Damn, That's my dad. Yep. Yeah. What inter- a- interesting Sorry. about this question is you managed to sneak in one of my works in in there.
2: Africa Marches On, which yes, is sir. a beautiful, beautiful poem. Thank you. Send us a link. They will.
1: <laughs> Google me.
2: <laughs> heavy, heavy Google.
1: Now you know that we never have. <laughs> Yeah, Luca found that on page 14 of Google. No one's ever been there before. (laughs) Uh,
0: But no, that's a great question. All right, we got one more round.
2: One more round. This is just a pure no wild cards. So we're so right now we are at um Bernie is at eight point five. Mo is at nine point five. Alex is at eight.
0: Uh, and nine, I think. Yeah. Where did you
3: sneak nine in?
0: Yeah. Five, one, in the first, five in the first round, three in the
3: second, one VAR. in the last
1: one. We trust you, Alex. If you say nine, it's nine. It's all good Thank you, Mohamed. Do we really? Yeah. All
2: right. One, or how many in, in the round? So I, I have you. Did you get one in the first round? I got. You can't get. Oh, wait. Hang
0: on. No, I got none in the first round. Yeah. Five in the second. Right three in the third oh you three.
2: oh that's where you got uh, gronkire okay
0: and then gronkire, one in the in the
2: fourth Fong and so this yep okay 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 so we're at uh okay cool all right uh last round
4: i'm at 6 i think
2: correct yeah or 7 actually oh, no 6 right um that's why I'm not a trivia master. Um round 5 currently which player has completed the most passes in the premiership in the 2020 2021 season
1: so far. <sighs> yep. I think I, I got this lo- I love that question. So good. No no yeah don't give us any any questions. Yeah no no
3: no. I think I think I got this. I'll be upset I'll be upset if I got this wrong.
2: Second question, how many non-Italian teams has Cesare Prandelli coached? And which teams are there? Or are they, excuse me? So <sighs> you get one you get one answer if you get the amount of teams and then an individual answer for each team. Third question, currently, who is the top scorer in the 2020-21 Ere Devise? Mm-hmm.
0: Who plays up front for
2: Ajax? Currently, Uh, who is the most clean sheets in the 2021 league? Uh. uh, This is number four, right? Yes, sir. Okay. The last question, which player scored a hat trick in Canada's 5-1 smashing of their other longtime rivals, Bermuda? This past Thursday.
0: Can, Sorry, Luca, can we just get to question three again, again please?
2: Absolutely. Currently, who's the top scorer in the 2020-2021 Divise? So just running through the questions again. Uh first one, player who's completed the most passes in the premiership so far this season. Uh, How many non-Italian teams has uh, Prandelli coached, and what teams are they? Uh, Top score in the Dutch League. Who is the most clean sheets in the French League? And which player scored a hat-trick for Canada against Bermuda this past Thursday?
0: Sorry, for the clean sheets, did you want the team or the player? The player. Oh. Thanks.
1: That's player for clean sheet, not team?
2: There yeah.
1: Oh.
2: Which yeah, which goalie? All right. All right. The fellas ready. Mhm. Okay. The player with the most passes in the Premiership? Ruben Diaz.
1: Get in. Oh, I said Rodri. Get in. Damn it.
2: Rodri's up there. Right?
1: I thought I read there somewhere. Oh.
2: And he's like this like he's by like it's not very close, but he has a healthy lead. How many non-Italian teams has Prandelli coached? Three. Mm.
1: So I got three just by sheer luck, and then I said Valencia. Is that right?
2: That's one of them. Okay, so it's Galatasaray, one. Valencia, Galatasaray. and uh, United Emirates Al Nasir.
0: And um, so, uh, if you got, do you get a point for each that you get right, or how does this work? Yeah, yeah.
2: So one for guessing the number. And then one for each team. Okay, right.
0: so I got one there. Galatasaray.
2: And and Bernie, you guessed three. I said one, and then one was Galatasaray. Okay, cool. So one, yeah, one works. Uh, Alex, you got?
0: I guessed two, so I got the number wrong, but I guessed Valencia and Galatasaray,
2: so I got okay, two. I so got two. Uh, Mo,
1: I got two points. I got the three and Valencia.
2: Okay. And Roche?
4: I just got the one point, just the number three, which was a pure guess.
2: Okay. Top score in the Dutch league, Jorgos Giacomakis, or I don't even know to say the name, VVV Benlo. I went with Daniel Melon or whatever his name
0: is. Literally never heard of the player or his club.
2: I... Yeah. Ve, Ve, Ve? <laughs> first not the player the dutch league is always a good for a german or a, a greek top scorer like once every 15 years like karataea or well he he yeah, he scored a few goals the other guy was nikos maklas oh yeah Arnhem, but that was like 99 or something uh so yeah i don't know if anybody got that it was i was shocked to see myself yesterday uh goalie with the most clean sheets in this year's french league mike Mignon there yes. we go, there we go. So Bernie got that. Who else?
0: I got it. Alex.
2: All right. And Mo and nope. uh no dice. Okay. There. All right. Last question. Canadian uh who scored a hat trick in Canada's 5-1 victory over Bermuda was Basic Kyle Lauren. Yep. Got right. that one. Oh shit. Why what did I you think I thought
3: uh was um Davies? I Davies gave uh Jonathan David two assists, so I was like he got a he got a third, didn't he what did he score in this game I don't
0: Jonathan think, David I don't think yeah. I don't yeah. think so I'm not even he did he even play
3: oh I don't think I he swear played. alex i yeah. fl- i was told me that he scored two from assists of all Davies. <laughs> <Damn it>. No. <Nope.
2: laughs> outside of uh Laren Richie Larea, and Theo Corbino for yeah. uh wolves mm
3: hmm
4: Oh, all
2: right. So just Mo and Alex got that. I got that one.
4: Okay. I got Kyle to
2: All righty. Okay. So coming to the end of this, and there will probably be controversy over my math skills, but it looks like Mo finished with 11.5. Ooh. Excuse me. Bernie finished with 11.5. Yes, that's right. Oh, uh, finished da, 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 da,
1: da, 13.5. I'm going to double check the math. I had 12.5. Relax. <laughs> I got 12.5, Luca, is what I have showing here.
2: Okay. That works. Roche finished with 8.
4: <laughs> and that's a beautiful number. Eight.
2: Relegation. And Alex finished with 12.
1: Oh, get in. Okay. So, Smoke. Hang on. Alex, there's no recount. Stop <laughs> the vote. <laughs> there's no VAR here.
2: <laughs> i just calling for a recount.
4: Like,
1: stop the count. <laughs> like it's an elect-
2: I can actually share my screen just so. There is full, uh, I, guess I,
1: I, I, believe it's you. okay, but it's, it's all, all
2: good. good. My, my my question is Luca the is
3: how, how much research did you do to give us payback for all our <laughs> interview questions?
2: Again? So I, whenever I interview a musician, I always go into a deep dive kind of research. And I just, honestly, I love just learning stories, uh, you know, that kind of relate to like interesting tales from their background. Um, whether it's music related, whether it's arts related, maybe it's sports related something. And uh, yeah, usually we we have uh, an interesting conversation about it afterwards. They tell me to stop uh, following them or just (laughs) stay away from them as much as possible. But uh, yeah, I, I, uh, I thought these were pretty interesting uh, tales um, and tidbits from the under the cosh crew. Uh, And just generally, again, just honored to, to be on the show to chat. Uh, and to chat uh, some some uh, getting into some corners of the world that maybe aren't necessarily focused on, even going into uh, the back catalog into the back decades of uh, of world soccer. so thank you gentlemen for letting me uh, for going a few spiels.
4: yeah, this was fun. A lot no, of fun. That
0: was, that was fantastic, Luca, thank you so much, and especially uh, on a on an international break week. Like, what better way to to get over that misery than with some some fantastic trivia? And, like, serious diversity of questions, too.
1: Yeah, I still can't believe that I wasn't top scorer of the Downsview League, though. That hurt. <laughs> Off
3: by, like, a goal. Oh, I was legit, 100, I was, like, 100% sure it's Mohanad, and my whole life is down the drain now. But <laughs> wait,
0: Mohamed, if you, were, if you were only second by goal and you were doing a lot of assists, you probably have the most goal involvement.
1: That, there we go. Thank you, Alex. I appreciate that. Couldn't find those stats. <laughs> <laughs> the league wasn't that thorough. No. <laughs> Thanks, Luca. This was great, actually. It was a lot of fun. No yeah. problem, Thomas. Oh, that was
0: wicked. We should, uh, we should definitely do this again. Um, Luca, uh, we've got a little bit of time, so um, why don't we talk about um, – do you want to talk about Serie A for a few minutes?
2: We could try. We could try. I've a plate <laughs> that I might break, but sure. Uh who is your team? Uh unfortunately I'm an Inter fan. Uh though it's, you know, things are going great this year uh, because Conte only has one competition to pay attention to, so things are, you know, we'll see what happens. It's way too early to say as also as a Toronto Maple Leafs fan, I only celebrate when the game has been done. The tournament's been over for a couple of weeks, um, so I've been able to celebrate as an Inter fan. I've been able to celebrate as a, an Italian fan uh, many moons ago. But I still very terrified to celebrate too early, even though it looks things are looking really good.
1: I mean, it's it's at least Juve aren't winning this season, right?
2: Yeah, you know who knows what those uh, scoundrels have up their sleeves, but it looks like yeah, Juve is just. Uh, I feel terrible for Pirlo. But it's just another Lampard situation. Maybe yep. shouldn't have been given the the reins too early. Maybe coach uh, yep. a, a team before being handed the biggest job <laughs> in Italy. Um,
1: what is the equivalent of Derby? <laughs> in, in yeah, Syria?
2: like you know, you know, you know, it'd be amazing just Aria. because you are kind of on a rebound. He's never coached before. Go, go to pl- coach one of your former clubs. Go to A Brescia or a Regina or something like that, and and just get. Get in there. Look at look at in the Inzaghi brothers. You have Filippo. He's coaching Benevento. Simone Inzaghi is one of the best coaches. I would say best young, or not young, but like one of the best coaches in Italy. I think a ton of clubs across Europe would love to have him as their coach. Being able to get a lot um, without very little support from their owner. Um, yeah, I'm baffled as an Inter fan. I don't care. As an right. Italian fan, I feel terrible for Pirlo. I, yeah. They yeah, I mean, he probably should sell Ronaldo as soon as possible just to maybe give him a little more cash to work
1: with. Do you think yeah. Pirlo's going to be there next season? I mean, they're out of the Champions League. By the looks of it, I know they're sitting in third, but very easily could drop out of that top four. I mean, it, it would not be beyond the realms of possibility that they're not in the Champions League next season.
2: You know, it's just baffling. I thought, you know, they got rid of Allegri a few years back. I still think he's one of the best coaches in the world. Uh, I think he needed a few players to take him over the edge. Um, but what have they done since? They've replaced him with, you know, Sadi, who was never going to be a fit for that team and that style. Um, and I just pray s- somehow he, he winds up at Fiorentina because I think those that team and him would just be such an interesting match. They have such interesting players in that team. Mm. Um, and then Pirlo, just, just no experience. He's going for this artistic approach, uh, that never works. You know, you're, you're, you've done nothing with one of the most exciting signings this year. in uh, Kulisatsky, who uh, for me is just one of the flops of the season. I thought he was going to be like.
3: He started off well, though, didn't he?
2: He did, but I just think he's gone into this weird rotation. He can't find a good fit for him. Keeps on playing Chiesa in weird spots. I think he played Ben Ben Aradeski as a fullback the other week. Like, just find something that works, man. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, the roster's in a whole shambles. You never know what's going to happen with Dybala. Uh, They probably have to sell him this summer. Uh, the, The midfield is a joke like you're not winning anything in europe i i'm very grateful that yuva has been doing so bad because i have a a passionate Yuva fan who owes me at to this point two korean barbecue dinners because i've just said they won't get past the first round in each of the last two seasons and i was right like they, they their midfield's not going toe-to-toe with anybody even a even a underperforming real madrid will destroy them yeah
1: like, that's the exact sentence, Bernie. If you remember last or a couple of episodes ago, I was like, "Alex, their midfield is their problem for me. They're just not good enough in midfield to win the Champions League. Yeah, maybe scrape through in Syria, but they're not good enough in the Champions League. They just don't look so light in center midfield."
3: I would but even I, say the funniest thing is that the best midfielder that they have on form is Weston
2: McKennie. I couldn't agree mm-hmm. more. I think he's a great midfielder. Mm-hmm. Well, Maybe not great just yet, but I think he can. He's very versatile. I think he fits in almost a Metzala role. He could fit maybe as a defensive midfielder, tons of energy. He has a nose for the goal, great teammate. And then who do you have to pair with him? Rabio is a dummy, Betancourt is garbage. Like McKinney shouldn't be the leading light of the midfield, he should be a great complimentary piece who supports a very at least i think so i think he should be supporting either a very creative midfielder i don't think uh our is the answer um you know i think ramsey yeah you know ramsey is so i don't know i find that he's sometimes he can be a huge huge player maybe i don't know maybe he's kind of lost it since the, those arsenal days but he's a moment exactly he'll give he you pops a up of, and he'll win yeah. you a game and then he will just disappear but mm-hmm. he's that type of player he's not going to be a player right uh, we'll grab the game by the scruff of the neck week in week out they i i would say they probably have the fifth fifth worst midfield in the Serie a. um
0: well, that makes sense, given
1: where they are in the league,
2: right? Yeah, really. Um Yeah. Speaking not... of
1: uh, Luca, I just wanted to ask you for for you guys. Uh, you talked about DiBala and Juve. For you guys, do you think you're going to lose one of Lukaku or or, um, or what's his name, Lautaro?
2: <sighs> Better Lautaro than Lukaku. I I love that guy so much. Um I just think he's he's got to be top three striker in the world. I think he's a, just the way he's been playing this year. I think he's a top three player in the world like he's amazing he's so intelligent he like for me like I watch him as like a combination of like Van Nistelrooy and Drogba just a total beast can take the ball from anywhere he can score any way you want him to score um but he'll you know maybe Manchester City grabs him they just what not going back
3: right uh, grabs Lukaku
2: yeah i don't oh, know he's not he's not going he's not leaving you yeah maybe I don't know but I hope not because he he's a i love him to death um i would rather though he's a younger player maybe he has more promise he's never proven to me in a big game to step up but uh Lertaro, i don't know not not the biggest fan of him at all.
0: I, I like Lutaro, but I think if you can get a decent chunk of money for him, you can replace him relatively easily. Whereas Lukaku seems like a real talisman for this team. Absolutely. And and if you if they win the league, which it looks, I'm sorry to, I'm not going to jinx it, but it looks good right now. Um, then I think he'll want to stick around to to play in the Champions League again for Inter. Uh,
1: I think when, with a big fight this season over, potentially in the summer, Haaland, I think whoever misses, if, if someone wants someone in that, Form and in that kind of mold, and you miss out on Holland. I think then your next target has to be Lukaku.
3: I think I think that would make sense if Lukaku, for example, in the Premier League, if he hadn't already played for two clubs and literally said he wanted to leave England, he's going to be twenty-eight this year. So I and you paid seventy-five million for him. You have to get more than your money, right? Because he's in better form than when you got him. So you'd have to pay. Someone would have to pay eighty. 90 million to get Lukaku at this point in this market. I don't see it happening, I and he, he loves
0: Conte. They like he they
3: they have a great relationship. Italy. I don't, I, don't yeah. I think for his
2: mental health, I don't think he's doing anything.
3: I don't think he's going anywhere. For any like, I,
2: I want to be romantic and assume that he's going to stay because, again, you nailed it. He loves, he loves Inter, he loves playing in Serie A. Um, but I've had my broken heart shattered many <laughs> times. So,
0: who's, who's your favorite all time Inter player?
2: That's a good question. Uh, I'm probably gonna have to say Javier Zanetti for sure. Good shout. Yeah, total awesome, man. Just uh, crazy engine, selfless player, great captain. Uh, but the player who, two players who kind of wooed me as a young kid to uh, root for Inter were uh, Robbie Bodge mm. and uh, the original, the greatest of all time, Ronaldo.
1: Yeah, yeah. His oh. Inter days were something.
3: I'm yeah, upset was- you didn't say. Kanu or Taribo West, just saying. Like, it's really <laughs> offensive
0: to
2: me. <laughs> Kanu was not too shabs. He was a great player.
0: He wasn't at his best at Inter, I think. <laughs> no,
2: not at all. That's I where they discovered me, he if, had if a I, hole if, if in I'm, his heart, literally. If, if I'm going to go like great, legendary uh, Nigerian players, got to go Obagol every day.
1: Mm.
2: <laughs> Martins Martins is amazing. I probably broke my neck multiple almost did it, at least trying to do one of his somersault celebrations and that was that
1: for some reason i really liked stankovic when he played for inter i don't know why I just that as goal. Oh, yeah sure that's... that goal against neuer i know but other than that like he for someone who you know he, he's not a superstar or anything but i for some reason i just had a connection with him i liked him
2: i i love him, but i hate that goal because inter got shellacked in that match <laughs> yeah, whenever yeah. i see a highlight oh great long-range strike they lost five two at home. Like, oh my god! Like, they were going. Like, it was a horrible season. Rafa None killed it for us. I think Leonardo was coaching. It was terrible. So um,
3: I, I, I want to ask you a question. Since you took us on the global journey, I'm just I'm just curious here. Um, well, I'll ask you a series of questions. Who is the best? Okay, your favorite player of all time, any club, any nationality. Who's your favorite player of all time?
2: That's oh, tough. My father, evil? My father wants me to say Maradona. Um, that's a tough question. I, honestly, I, I'm probably gonna have to say for Inter. It has. I, I think all time probably Javier Zanetti. Was just the captain of the club for ages. Loved him. Just always friggin amazing. If I'm gonna say who I, not nah, that's such a tough question. But at the same time, I'm a big TFC fan. So I love I love Jovenko. Um,
3: Okay, hold that Jovinko thought. Hold that yeah. Jovinko thought. Best, because um, you also said Ronaldo is the greatest player of all time, so you can say that if you want, but best African player ever.
2: Ooh, excellent question. Uh, there's a lot of answers I want to say. I would say my favorite is Samuel Leto. Um, Good answer. But if I'm going to go back, a player who, just going back to watch old games, Um and just based on really one tournament, but Roger Miller for Cameroon mm-hmm. in the 1990 tournament was unbelievable. Um, as a young person um, in the 94 world cup, Nigeria scared the shit out of us. And I <laughs> fell in love with that team and I thought they're going to win. The- I remember watching the game against Spain in the 1998 world cup. And just like, it was amazing. Um, Sunday, Elise with that cannon, I'm watching, watching with my father. Like, I think this team's going to win the world cup. And then they got destroyed by Denmark. So that was a bit of a heartbreaker. Um,
3: oh, can I tell you the story behind that, that game? Please. Terry West said that the night before, they went out drinking, binging, and indulging in prostitutes.
0: <laughs> Is that what made him turn into a super Christian? <laughs> he was telling this as a confessional.
2: <laughs> and they didn't win
3: and he's like because everyone was like you look you guys look so tired he's like you want to know why
4: (laughs) we're on the steps to the vatican
3: (laughs) we'll leave that there we'll leave that (laughs) there uh two more just because I, i love these type of things who is the best asian player to ever play the game
2: it would be hard for me to not say just because I loved him when he was at Celtic. I loved him when, it, again, you know, another mm. Regina reference. I don't know how many Regina references you guys have in the show, but I love Nakamura. Um, just such a game breaker. Love the free I, kick against Manu. Oh my God.
1: I, I find it hard <laughs> to look past Ali Dai, just the number of goals he scored for oh. like a run. Or yeah. Still number I, one, no? Yeah, still number one. I think it's hard to look past him for me. He was
3: a beast. He was a beast. Um, best MLS player of all time. Jovinko. Yeah.
2: I like this guy. I,
3: he's absolutely <laughs> spot on. I can even say on. Julio Cesar. Could have.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Julio Cesar.
1: Oh, or there. Well, Julio Cesar gives you the, the TFC and Inter Milan connection.
2: Yeah. Jovinko took the team to a different level in terms of not only success, but also just appreciation in the city.
3: Uh, I, you know. By the way, I don't even think you're being biased. If you look at the stats, what he, he said, like a goals and assists oh, in his the first stats, season?
2: They stand for themselves. Mean? Like, I'm not going to lie and like go into a game and see a lot of my Woodridge brethren just like just <laughs> you know, go to town and just literally boo Toronto FC players when they wouldn't pass to Jovinko. <laughs> um, but he is, he is the best. It's not even close, I, I would say so.
0: I, think, that, I remember a, year, a few years ago, we, we had a, almost like a sister podcast called The Final Third in, in Dublin, and uh, they argued strongly for Robbie Keane. And they, they had a, a reasonable argument, but Jovinko still still beat out. Remember mm. that
3: goal Jovinko scored to get us into the playoffs for the first mm-hmm. time in 10 years? We Against dribbled everybody. Records. Yeah, that was Any- making news like, you know what, you do something well when they're covering it in England.
0: <laughs> yes that and the that, one where he uh he flew back from uh Azuri. it was the same game
2: it was oh, the, that the one against the red bulls and i'll tell yeah. you what fellas that was the same night batista hit the big homer yes, yes. against yes. in that crazy game against the rangers and i remember i was at g987 i was leaving work and i was going to go do my radio show that night and we just see this comeback of the ages losing it driving down to uh young or church and Dundas uh, hopped into a bar just to catch the rest of that game. And just already on cloud nine going upstairs, knowing that the TFC game was on watching that as I was doing my show. And just like, like it felt so unnatural for a Toronto sports fan to be hit with two, two legendary sports moments in the same night. It was used to failure, constant failure.
0: It was sensational. And if I remember correctly, it might not have been that night, but it was around the same like week or so that uh, Stephen Harper got knocked out of office, too. It was an unbelievable time. <laughs> Alex is crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy.
3: Sports wise, I would say the last like, or f- well, from five, well, when did we win the NBA championship? 2019? 2019. Yeah. yeah. 2014, 2019,
2: best five year period in Toronto sports history hundred percent agree it's it's, Luca, it's unnatural
1: Luca, a quick question for you because we talk about this a lot um and I, i'm i'm curious about this back to inter jose Mourinho's treble season um is it as crazy as as we see it from the outside from, from an interest fan perspective and also 100%. we talk about his like we, we joke a lot about well he just brought all the old people they all played really well for a season got the treble and then it what felt like just left the club in shambles for a couple of seasons after that. Is that accurate or is that harsh on him?
2: I think it's totally harsh. I love Mourinho. Uh, I think, sure. It was a very, to borrow from hockey, a very 1999 Dallas stars kind of Stanley cup win. Just you have some, a couple young guys, but it's just getting the old gang back together again, if, if you want to call it that, but look, look, you know, just again, bringing up, Eto that season, like he was so friggin' versatile. Can you imagine at any point in your life thinking this guy's basically playing as a wingback and he's just running the show. He's unbelievable. Like Diego Melito often, you know, potentially one of those underrated marksmen who will, you know, pl- just turn up for the Genoas of the world and just, just be uh, incredibly prolific, but never make that step to a big club. He made the big step and he was amazing. You look at the midfield, Campiabasso is fantastic. Uh, Zanetti, again, just great in uh, various roles, extremely versatile as well. He got amazing performances out of this team. He had a back line that was crazy good lucho and and walter samuel older guys veterans mm-hmm. but they just right. turned it on there were no on uh, the, again the, the young guy who was coming up on that team was balotelli mm-hmm. uh, and he played his part too um and it just maybe i don't know maybe if marino stayed i don't know maybe they kind of really build that relationship a little better uh, maybe, I don't know, maybe he provides just is a better mentor for him. Right, I, right. I don't know. Because-
1: yeah, I think I think everyone talks about the Barcelona game, obviously, in that run, but for me, it's the ease at which you beat Bayern in that final. I mean, it was not even a competition. It was yeah. so one-sided. It was a stroll in the park for, for, for the inter-team. I think
3: not- people talk about the Barca game because that still wasn't Bayern, like, right. as we know, Bayern. Yeah. That was Bayern after years in the doldrums coming up, and then they, you know, the yeah. sword like that. Bayern still, team, man. They were carried.
2: They were carried by Robin. Yeah, into that final. Uh, Schweinsteiger wasn't as unbelievable as he would later become. Thomas Mueller was. I think that was like his first season. He was just coming up. Like who was their back line? Like Demichelis and Van. Uh, uh, was Van mm, still around? Yeah. yeah. yeah.
4: The, Stup- the-
0: was there? Oh yeah. It was yeah, in the youth stupid. team
3: still. Like he was still like coming up still.
0: But yeah, and, and it wasn't even like they dominated in, in terms of they had all the ball, but they just like held Bayern at arm's length like you would a child. Like they just, yeah. you know, Bayern had no, the they, ball, but they weren't going anywhere. Their
2: the their whole game plan that season and, you know, classic Italian style, and which I've always felt that Mourinho would be in a, in a alternative universe, he'd be the perfect Italian uh, national team coach. But um, they invited pressure and just were extremely advantageous, um, like tactically excellent and they weren't going to get intimidated by anybody. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. like, for me, I, I, I was always, from that season, blown away by – and remember how good Micon was? Holy <laughs> – you, you guys are just sending me back. I'm experiencing this <laughs> crazy, beautiful PTSD. But um, the, the, the two legs against Chelsea, like I, I, I thought there, like they, we've been having so, just – in general, so much trouble against English clubs over the last few years um but they they had played with tons of swagger they'd held their own and they again they made most out of the chances that were given to them again eto game breaker barcelona i didn't think they had a chance uh maxwell but they, they the, did it ibra's best buddy sets up yep. uh pedro and i thought okay well this is going to be a long one uh you know Sure, that one of those goals might have been a little offside.
1: I'm not going to say anything, but it's all
2: good. Three to one at home, and then just taking it back.
1: Are you? Are you in the uh, Schneider should have won the Ballon d'Or camp?
2: Absolutely, absolutely. He was. I liked, like. I, I told you. I like this guy. I told you. <laughs> he was like. But think about it. Uh, the 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 attacking emblem of that team, and then he was amazing at the World Cup. I think the two go hand in hand.
0: Absolute robbery. And then That's he retired by sitting on a couch in the center circle. Seriously.
2: Yeah, I don't know where the hell he is right so, now. Sensational. So
3: we've taken you down memory lane, a wonderful memory lane. Um, because we are, you know, just the way it is, a Premier League-centered uh, podcast, my last question I'm going to ask you, best Premier League player you've ever seen?
2: Gianfranco Zola, of course. <laughs> oh, come on. That answered, <laughs> oh, no, he, right. We'll take he it, didn't, we'll take it. He no, didn't no, ask no, no. for the
0: shortest. He said the best. <laughs> no. That's really not, uh, he so. didn't
2: Yeah, for me, because I loved Chelsea before Abravovich came Mm. in. I love the Zolas. uh, Johnson was amazing. Hasselbank was amazing. Um, They had such a fun team to watch. Still very European, but um, really fun to watch. Best premiership player ever. I think I'd have to go with a certain man named uh, Thierry Henry.
1: Of course, to, I mean there's only there's that. only there's only one answer. That is literally the only answer, no and, matter who and, you
0: support. And trust me, an Inter fan would know. I'm just
2: oh my, yeah, let's not talk about that game. <laughs> yes. I, I watched a chunk of that in I think it was religion class. We had a spare computer, and we <laughs> smashed Arsenal. I think it was three nothing in the first uh, late like, match yeah.
1: stage.
2: I'm like, okay, they got this.
1: Five one was it the second one? Oh, holy cow! But that'll, I, that'll test for, your faith. For
2: me, Henri just whenever I saw him on the pitch, especially in those early two thousands, going into the Invincibles, whenever he had the ball, it was wherever he was on the pitch with the ball. There's a goal. There it could be a goal coming right now.
0: Yep. He was just So
2: so friggin' good. Um, I hate. I still do. I really. I'm. I'm sorry. Uh, I hate Man United. Um, just the way it. I
0: like it. We told you, Bunny. We like this guy.
2: But. I do like this guy. If you like me, if you like my United, then there's a problem. Call call me crazy. I think my favorite Man United player, uh, just because of how instrumental he was in that, I would say this, like the second, uh, maybe the, I guess, Ferguson's kind of second renaissance with those mid to late 2000s teams was Vidic.
3: I think that's fair, but you're saying that because he ended up at Inter Milan, so we we got that one. Yeah, to, he, was he was
1: great with Inter. <laughs> well, well, he he was he was really good with Inter Milan because because Torres never moved to the to Serie, a, so that it was all good. Oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Vitevich,
2: Ferdinand, uh, that that center back partnership was uh, best ever Impossible.
0: Yeah. that was a wall. All well, right, we we'd better leave it there, Luca. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for the for the quiz. Oh, and Roche wants something. I just
4: want to chime in and say, breaking news, Canada won their World Cup qualifier this evening, 11-0 against the Cayman Islands, setting a scoring record. And I just looked at the stats, and I just found it hilarious that Canada had 44 attempts on goal, (coughs) 16 of which were on target, and the Cayman Islands had zero. So if you think about it, 44 attempts in 90 minutes is roughly one attempt every Every two minutes.
0: minutes. That's fantastic. Is it weird that I'm just disappointed that they weren't more on target? Like <laughs>
4: only sixteen. I mean, I mean, Canada got a clean sheet, zero shots conceded, not even a shot on on forget on target, off target, no shots from the
0: Cayman Islands.
2: You got the revenge. That's wicked. Listen, we go. We're
0: going to the World Cup, boys. In twenty. It is our year and well. (laughs) 2026 will be our year. All right, guys. Thank you so much, Luca. Thank you. Let's do this again. And uh, yeah, a lot of fun.
2: Thanks so much, fellas. All the best to you and yours.
0: Yeah, thank you, Luca.
2: Take care. Ciao, bye. Bye, guys. Bye.